0: Okay, so obviously your dream relationship is like when you think about it, it's this incredible relationship filled with love, respect, kindness, compassion, understanding, comfort, security, all of those really good things. But what if you keep experiencing relationships that are the opposite of that, where you don't feel truly loved, cared for, understood or respected and what if you've never experienced any relationships like that at all you know those less than awesome relationships are all that you've ever known or seen in the relationships around you like the your parents relationships friends relationships all that kind of stuff you've never really had an example of a healthy relationship you know, it can then feel like there's this really big gap between what it is that you know and know that you don't want and what it is that you want to experience, which is like feel so totally out there and new. You know, it can feel almost impossible to bridge that gap, you know to get into that incredible relationship that you want. So inside this episode, I'm actually going to walk you through how to do that, how to bridge that gap, you know, between what it is that you have been experiencing and what it is that you actually want to experience and how to really recognize it when you found that next love. This is all about getting you into that next level love. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Loved Up Effect podcast. I'm Emily Bucknell here to get you from demoralized and single to empowered, confident, and in the loving arms of your dream guy. If you're a smart, successful woman with a lot of love to give, but no matter what you do, how hard you try, or how much you want it, you just don't seem to be getting any closer to love, then you are in the right place. I'm here to answer your biggest and most frustrating questions when it comes to dating, love, and relationships, in a way that no one else will. Get ready for practical, no BS, and powerful AF insights that will lead you to love. Are you ready? Let's get into today's episode. Okay, super excited to get into our conversation today. So this is really off the back of a question that I received um, from someone saying, I keep attracting men like my dad and relationships like my parents, both of which I constantly say, I will never be with a guy like my dad, and I don't ever want the kind of relationship my parents had. What do I do to change this? Um, And I really want, I cannot wait to get into this, um, but I really want to start off with a big message for you all. Like, open your ears, open your mind, open your heart, and really take this message in. You are not your past. Right now, in this moment, and this is what I freaking love about this question so much, is that this person is saying, okay, I see this pattern that's kind of played out and probably like it's not even her parents' generation. It probably goes back even further. This kind of pattern of having these sorts of relationships. She's literally saying, I want to create a new future. How do I do that? And I freaking love that so much. And I want you all to really get into that energy as well where it's like, okay, you know, because I think I used to get stuck in that whole conversation too where it's like, oh, I always this. This always happens to me. I'm always attracting guys that don't want commitment or I'm always getting ghosted in a relationship or or I'm always so unlucky in love. That is you taking your past and making that your future. So from this point on, we're leaving your past in your past and we're creating a whole new future. And this is exactly what I show women how to do inside the Love Dub Effect. This is what I love freaking doing is leaving all the stuff from your past where it is and using all the tools and the techniques and the practices that I have um, really using those to create an entirely new future. And we're getting in how we're going to get into how to actually do that inside this episode. Um, but I really want you to take this forward with you. You're like from this moment on, we're creating a new future. I love the same well, or saying analogy thing. Um, but I heard this and it was like a big old slap in my face back in the day. I was like, Oh my God, that is so true. Like you don't drive looking in the rear view mirror, you drive looking in the rear view mirror, you're going to fricking crash. If you live your life looking in your your past, same thing. You're not going to get anywhere where you want to be. You're going to freaking crash, and it's not going to be particularly nice. (laughs) So really take that with you and start to bring awareness to what it is you're saying, what it is you're thinking, all of that kind of stuff, and say, am I actually living in the past? Um, Because the thing is, like, it's so easy to do that. Our minds, and this is what I'm all about, is bringing awareness to what's actually happening within you because um, you change that. You change your whole future. And if you're all consumed by your past, then you're never really going to move forward. Um, anyway, keep that in mind. We're, we're done with your past. We're creating an entirely new future. And I just love this question. going to say it again because I just love, 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 love it where it's like I'm ready to end this. How do I end this and create something new? Um, So the most massive thing that I see in women who are stuck in patterns and even just kind of now bring awareness to what's happening in your love life and those patterns, those things that kind of keep happening for you, Um, whether it's like attracting the same kind of guys all the time, the same sort of relationships or situationships where you never really get that kind of commitment and you're always like, gray area of like, are we actually dating or not? What's going on here? Um, Getting ghosted, whatever it happens to be. Just kind of bring awareness to the patterns that you're experiencing in your love life. Um, Because the most massive thing, like most massive, really it's a mistake. You don't know it's a mistake and I hate calling it a mistake because it always feels like there's blame there, but it's just that you don't realize. You don't realize that you're doing this, but it's like detrimental for what it is that you create in your life is really focusing on what you don't want. Like that's where all your attention and your focus goes. So back in the day, like when I first started this work, I had a free Facebook group. I don't know, there was like three, four, 5,000 people in it. I forget how many, like all women. And it's like, I ended up closing the group for this very reason, because the conversation in that group just became all about how terrible men are how all men suck, how horrible dating is, just focusing 100% on what it is that you don't want. And the thing is that that conversation is so, I don't know, like seductive or something. And it just is like fuel to a fire. And all of a sudden, everybody's complaining about everything. And my message (laughs) could... Couldn't get through, thank you to the, to the Facebook algorithm. Um, but like, I was like, this is not what I, it just became this huge like bag on men situation. And I knew at the time, obviously, I was like, this isn't helping freaking anyone. Um, so closed the whole group because I'm like, this is having the opposite effect than what I intended. Because when you focus on what you don't want, you're literally creating more of that. So be really aware, aware, like bring awareness, even just now of what you tend to say. Like all men suck, all men are so, I hate guys that, I only attract guys that, you know, I don't want this kind of relationship. All of this sort of stuff, relationships are all this. What are you focusing on? What are you focusing on? And even like this is such a handy practice and I know that most of you won't do it. And so therefore you're not going to get this. I know there will be some of you grade A students who will actually do this. And I really do encourage you to do it because you are going to get some insanely powerful insights is literally just pay attention, like set an alarm on your phone every hour and just say, what was I thinking about in the last hour? You know, really focus in particular on, because obviously we're here to talk about finding love on your love life. What have I been thinking about my love life? You know, was I thinking about the guy that did this and all guys that whatever bring a f- focus to what your thoughts are, because what you focus on freaking grows, you know, you make the conscious choice. And this is the thing that's like, and we'll talk a bit about this inside this episode. Obviously we'll get to that, um, but really so much of the power in creating what it is that you want and creating that new future is really doing it from a conscious place. So making the conscious choice to focus on what it is that you want to grow. And this obviously takes like that kind of consistency awareness, like the, you know, catching yourself when you're doing it. And this is where the loved up effect, the framework that I have is so insanely helpful because there's a ton of tools to help you actually do that. Um, but when you make the conscious choice, to focus on what you want, then that actually grows. Um, side note: I'm doing this incredibly awesome, like emot- emotional coaching course from a parenting perspective. Um, but I love how everything's always so. You're like, that's a perfect timing for that. And just last week, they were saying, you know, like water the what well, water what you want to grow. Like you can water the weeds, you can water all the stuff that you don't like your kid doing, and be like, you always do this, and you always do that, and you always do that, and you'll that'll grow. Or you can make the conscious choice to water the flowers instead and say, you know what, I love how you did that. That was fabulous how you did that. And I've been doing that in the last week and it's amazing how it happens. So this is something I really encourage you to take away from this episode is really starting to bring awareness at least to what it is that you're focusing on because that is what is going to grow. So if you're someone and you're focusing on how shitty your past is, excuse me for swearing, (laughs) (laughs) how crappy your past is, all the stuff that you've been experiencing, you know, how sucky men are, how terrible relationships are that you've had. That is what is going to grow. That is what is going to come into your future. And that is what you're creating. Um, How all this works and why it is that what you focus on grows is because everything that you say is literally an instruction to your unconscious mind. So your unconscious mind holds all that kind of, programming that you have like just like you know a phone or a computer you know there's a part that we see on the screen what it's actually doing and then there's like a billion things happening in the background to make that happen so you know you click on an app or whatever there's all these processes happening in the background to allow that to happen so what we're noticing what we're actually aware of is like four percent of our brain activity and the rest is actually happening in our unconscious mind um It is literally driving the bus. So your unconscious mind is driving the bus. It's creating the reality that you experience. And if you want to learn more about this, if you haven't already, make sure you listen to last week's episode because that's going to give you like incredible foundational understanding of all of this. I'll put the link in the show notes. Um, But like in the same way that you can tell your phone to close an app or download a new one, you can tell your unconscious mind to like drive the bus somewhere else or create a new reality for you. You know, and you would have experienced this even just from like, you know, one of those everyday kind of examples, you would have experienced this when you're thinking about buying something new, like it might be, you know, a new car where you're like, okay, I'm looking at new cars and stuff like that. And there's one that really piques your interest. Um, And then, you know, who hasn't had that experience where you're like, you see it every freaking where you're like, oh, my gosh, this car is absolutely everywhere because you've actually told your unconscious mind. You said, okay this is actually interesting to me. This is something that we need to focus on. This is something that's like, you know, front of mind. And then your unconscious mind gets busy saying, oh, we're we're looking at buying a car now, are we? Let me show you all the cars exactly like the one that you're looking at. No, you tell your unconscious mind what is important to you, and it's going to show that to you. Um, it filters the information, and this is what I talk, uh, talked a lot about in the previous episode last week. Um, it will filter all the information depending on what that programming is that you have in your unconscious mind. The thing about your unconscious mind, though, and this is so important, didn't cover this in the last episode, actually. The thing about your unconscious mind is that it takes everything freaking literally. Like it doesn't have a sense of humor. It doesn't understand sarcasm, <laughs> anything like that. And it doesn't recognize negatives. So when you say to your unconscious mind, and this is like anytime you speak, you're like literally saying what you, the words that come out of your mouth are what you're saying to yourself. So if you're saying, I don't want to date people like this man, or I don't want to have a relationship like this, what you're saying to your unconscious mind is, I do want to date crappy guys like this i do want to have these not so great relationships it doesn't recognize those negatives so you're giving and this is why it's so important that you focus on what it is that you want because when you focus on what it is you don't want you're telling your unconscious mind that that is what you want you know it's gonna be what it what you experience your unconscious mind goes to work saying okay this is what we're doing now you know just like the example focusing on the new car it's like okay i want a relationship you're saying i don't want the crappy relationship your unconscious mind is saying oh we do want the uncon- we do want the crappy relationship and it gets to work bringing that into your reality This obviously goes deeper into the programming of your unconscious mind and a lot of those beliefs that you have about love love and relationships. So I think it's really important, particularly with this question, and if that's something that you really resonate with as well, where it's like, okay, you know, I grew up, you know having you know my caregivers didn't have an incredible relationship i saw a lot of fighting or arguments maybe your caregivers like your parents had an incredible relationship but they went through a rough patch or whatever it happens to be um, what I really want you to understand is that between that those ages of zero and seven, um, that's when you're laying all of that programming of your unconscious mind into you. You know, so those beliefs that you have about love and relationships, a lot of that stuff goes back to those experiences that you had when you're in that kind of age group, zero to seven. It may not even be. And this is the thing, too. I think sometimes we think. You know, it has to be that relationship that your parents had, but maybe your parents had an incredible relationships, but aunties, uncles might not have, people might've got divorced. You might've seen like friends, parents fighting, whatever it happens to be. But this all gets like sucked in. Like your unconscious mind when you're a kid is like a freaking sponge and it is sucking it all in creating this programming that then plays out for the rest of your life, um, Also really important to note that this can also happen from a generational perspective, so a lot of those beliefs, perhaps your mom, grandma, father, grandfather, whatever, generations back have these kinds of beliefs and they just play out generation to generation to generation, like these not so helpful beliefs when it comes to love and relationships. Um So, if you have this belief, like you might have just developed this belief, you know, obviously without your awareness, it's not like you're a seven year old or a four year old and you say, "Oh, I'm going to believe this about love, but it's just you see something you know, and it doesn't necessarily, like I said, have to be like your immediate like the relationship that your parents had. you know they might have had an incredible relationship, but you know you saw them fight one day and were like, "Oh." that was a big event for you and you created this belief in your programming or this belief ended up in your unconscious programming but you might have that belief that relationships because of what you've experienced um, this belief that relationships don't last you might have a belief that relationships are filled with pain are filled with heartache you know filled with drama filled with fighting all of that kind of stuff if you have those beliefs and that's going to be the reality that you create you know you're unconscious programming the beliefs how you see yourself all of that sort of thing it's all it like everything that's happening in your unconscious is always going to be what you experience so if you have this belief okay like relationships don't last they're filled with pain you know anger fighting whatever it happens to be the way that you're going to be feeling then is pretty freaking hopeless about love you know you're probably going to be like okay well this just is how relationships are You know, relationships aren't that loving, kind of excited, amazing, you know, bells and whistly kind of off into the sunset sort of a thing. Like, you know, you're going to not feel that excited about love. You know, this just is how it is. And if that's how you're feeling, then the action that you're going to be taking is really just, you know, whatever kind of comes your way, you're going to be pretty accepting of it. Like settling for relationships and being like, well, this is just how... Love is, love's hard, love's all about drama or fighting or people not getting along or, you know, love is that. You know, and then that just reinforces that belief that you've had, you know, that deeper belief that like love is relationships don't last, it's filled with pain, whatever it is specifically for you. So it's really important noting that there are those like deeper beliefs happening and it's also about the identity that you're embodying. So if you see yourself as someone And, you know, if you're saying any of that stuff that I mentioned before, like if you're saying, okay, I'm always attracting these relationships that end, or I'm always attracting these less than awesome guys that don't treat me the way I wanted to be treated, the way I want to be treated. I'm always in these kind of relationships that are like fighty, ups and downs, drama, whatever it happens to be. If that's what you're saying, then that's the identity that you're actually embodying. That's how you see yourself in your unconscious mind. You know, if you see yourself as someone that doesn't have like the incredible relationship, you know, then that's exactly where you're going to stay. You're going to stay experiencing all those like things that you're saying. Like, I am someone that this is what I experience. I experience the crappy relationships. So that's exactly where you're going to be staying. You know, like I said, I'll say this many times, I'm sure. That programming that you have in your unconscious mind is always going to be what it is that you experience. You know, you can have this incredible desire to have this amazing relationship, but if you don't see yourself as someone that has that, if you're not embodying that identity at the unconscious level, then you're always going to have this conflict where it's like, why can't I get to there? It's because you're not in that identity yet. And this is what we do a ton of inside step two of the loved up effect is really pulling out these unconscious beliefs that you have that are conflicting with you having your dream relationship Really getting clear about how you see yourself, that identity that you're in right now, and helping you step into, giving you all the tools and practices and everything to change what's happening in your unconscious and allow you to step into that identity of the you that has the incredible relationship with all the beliefs that support that. And that's how it actually happens for you. You know, real change happens when you start to change that deeper programming that we have and even just talking about this the second I got this question actually um and started like kind of figuring out what I was going to say in this episode like the technique and I love it when this happens because I get a lot of questions from people um and even uh we do live sessions um inside a Facebook group for my program completely loved up um and it's so funny when people ask me questions I always like they're my intuition is like, we need to talk about this tool. This is the practice that you need to go and do. Um, But inside step two of the loved up effect, there's this incredibly powerful um, practice that I absolutely love, or it's more of a tool, I suppose, called neural energetic encoding. Um, And it is so incredibly helpful, um, particularly for releasing these really generational kind of beliefs, like these really ingrained beliefs where it's like, I've taken this on from, you know, my parents. I've seen this pattern play out like my parents, my grandparents, whatever it happens to be um, and releasing those. Because I think the other thing I kind of want to say, this is slightly off topic, but still super interesting, um, is that so often, like, you know, all of this stuff comes up because it's up to us. Like we've got this kind of, I guess, what do I want to call it? Oh, the word flew out of my mind. I hate it when that happens Um, but like you know it's our kind of lot in life but in a really good and awesome way that's not the way I wanted to describe it but you know it's up to us to release some of this generational stuff so we don't then hand it on so you have this incredible desire to have you know the big amazing relationship um, and that's what you're going to pass on it just is and this is why I love this question so much because it's like how do I release this pattern that has been carried kind of down all these deeper beliefs um, that I've had from this generational perspective. But anyway, this tool, Neural neural Energetic Encoding, so incredibly powerful for this because we actually go into your unconscious mind. Um, Sounds like really sci-fi doesn't, it? <laughs> um, but not in like, literally, I always get an image, I don't know why, I always get an image of like literally in someone's brain, but it's not actually like that at all. It's like a very lovely kind of meditative practice, um, but literally shift the way that you see love, um, you know, because everybody, like if I said to the word love to you, you know, you don't just see the kind of letters, like there's all this stuff that comes up, you know, like even when I say love, I see like clouds and it feels really good and lovely and it's like doves flying. It's like this beautiful, peaceful kind of feeling. Um, that's how I store love. That's the associations that I have. And it's a powerful, awesome kind of association. It wasn't always like that. You know, so you might be someone and I say the word love to you and it's like, oh, yeah, there's a lot of kind of heavy stuff there. Um doesn't necessarily feel great. You know, I've got this memory of something else or I say relationship and it's like the stuff kind of comes up. So what neural energetic encoding does is like go into those ways that we store that kind of stuff, take out the stuff that's not very helpful. Like if you've got a horrible association with love, it's going to be really hard for you to have it come into your life and change it. Like release all this stuff, these generational beliefs, these kinds of generational identities where it's like women in my family have all had these like not so great relationships get you out of that identity and into one that does support you with these great associations with love um, and you actually kind of become free to have it come into your life um, so yeah it's kind of side note but I had to talk about it <laughs> I think the other thing I really want to talk about this too there's a couple more points I have But I think it's really important to also tap into that kind of energetic sense as well, that energetic being and energetic kind of um, aspect of this whole situation Um, and really ask yourself, like when you're attracting these same kind of guys, like you're attracting the guys that just aren't particularly loving or kind or respectful or whatever it happens to be, those relationships where you're not feeling like comforted or secure or any of those sorts of things, like how do you feel? How do you feel and I think it's really important that you connect in with how it is that you feel. Um, you know it really is your emotions, your energy, one and the same. It really is the window into what's actually happening inside you um, and it's this like I said, this is where you create that change and where you how you create how you change your entire reality and what it is that you're experiencing. but it's likely if you're attracting these same kind of guys, you're feeling pretty frustrated you're feeling, probably not very good about yourself um less than awesome annoyed just all of the things you know obviously not the best energy and i think it's really important to understand that you get what you're a vibrational match to so you know you might have heard probably have heard law of attraction law of vibration that they're just a couple of the universal laws Um, but and i think sometimes too another side note (laughs) i'm loving the side notes this time um but I think it's really important to note, too, that, like, I kind of thought universal laws, like when I first heard about them, I was like, oh, that seems like weird woo woo stuff. Like what? Um, but it's literally like over the last centuries, this is like people observing how life works and writing it down and saying, like, this is how it works, just like the law of gravity, you drop something, it falls to the ground, you trip over, you fall to the ground. It's not something that you necessarily need to be aware of to be affected by, um, but it's happening all the same. Um, so really the law of attraction, law of vibration, like law of vibration states that we're all made up of energy and that's something that we learn you know, at school, everything is made up of energy and it's in a constant state of motion that emotion is affected by the vibration. Um, And vibrations of similar energy or similar vibrational matches, you know what I'm trying to say, um, like attracts like. So if you're at that lower vibrational energy, you know, then you're going to be attracting those lower vibrational relationships. Um, And I think even saying this, I know there's going to be a lot of people um, I was one of these people back in the day too, who then take on a hell of a lot of blame. Um, I'm not saying that you have caused this in a blamey kind of way. Um, I love that quote from Maya Angelou where it's like you do what you you do your best with what it is that you know. Butchering this quote, I'm sorry. <laughs> but you do your best with what it is that you know, and when you learn better, when you get more information then you do better. So this isn't about saying like, good one, you've created this whole thing and like, you know, blaming you, but it's about saying, okay, well this is how stuff works. I now have this information to change what it is that I'm doing to focus on different things so I can move forward and have what it is that I want. Um, so I think it's really important particularly if you are in those lower vibrational states I can get it can be easy to just have that pull you further down but I really want you to see this as like a freaking positive where it's like you're getting information now Where it's like just focus on these things and move forward Um, and really thinking of your energy not in terms of like um, judgment or anything like that because I think that's another massive like kind of misinformation out there and how people interpret this information you know in a really kind of self-destructive way where it's like oh my gosh I'm feeling really powerless and despair and I'm angry and I'm sad and I'm all these things and then it's like great now I'm in the lower vibrational energy and I'm attracting more crap into my life and then you just heap more anger and annoyance on yourself and you just kind of pull yourself even further down this is really about saying like bringing no, like no judgment and just saying, OK, this is where I'm at right now. What can I do to change this? What do I actually need? And meeting yourself with love, because it isn't the whole idea, isn't that you're always like at a vibration of love because that's like enlightenment, enlightenment. I feel like I said that weirdly, Um that's that. And like, that's not where most people are. That's where very few people are, if at all, at that place of love all the time. Even, you know, Buddhist monks that like meditate for hours on end still have the human emotions. So it's about really appreciating that you're going to be at all the vibrations, but it's about bringing love and understanding in when you're in those lower places and saying, okay, well, what do I actually need here? And this is what Step one of the love up effect is all about release yourself, really coming at how it is that you're feeling from a place of love without judgment and just saying, okay, well, what is it I need to do? Um, I've used this analogy to actually inside my five day challenge, um, your love life overhauled, really starting to see your emotions. Um, just like you would like when the, one of the warning lights come up on the engine of your car on the dash of your car, it's like, okay, you need fuel. The fuel light comes on. You don't get freaking mad about the fuel light. It's like, okay, well, there's something that I need to do here. And really starting to bring that approach to the emotions that you have, where it's like feeling pretty freaking sad, feeling pretty awful about myself. What do I need to do here as opposed to great? Now it's opportunity to get more mad at myself because I've ruined my life because my vibration is low. Um, So hopefully you see that difference. It is kind of a subtle difference, but I think it's something that's never explained very well. Um, And then people are just like slap on the smile, the positive thinking kind of stuff and just totally bypass how it is that you're feeling and what it is that you need. Um, So like I said, if you're in that lower vibrational energy, like it's just a sign. And it's particularly if if you're attracting these unhealthy relationships or people that you know are just not gonna give you what you want, that aren't, you know, don't have your best interests at heart, aren't coming with that loving kind of energy that you want in your life. Um, and you're letting these people in and you're, you know, you're getting stuck in these unhealthy relationships. And often, like I talked about, this isn't, it, again, it's not your fault. It's that unconscious programming that's just playing out. So I think this is like the most powerful conversation. And I'm so excited having these conversations, can I just say, um, because it's bringing awareness to this and saying, OK, this is what you actually do to get out of these places. It's not about blaming you. It's about saying, OK. This is how this all works. What do I need to do to move forward? Um, But anyway, if you're attracting these people, you're stuck in these kind of unhealthy relationships, then it's often a sign that there's like healing that needs to be done within. Um, So like I said, as children, we get imprinted with the stuff that's happening, you know, caregivers, important people in our life, all of that sort of stuff. Um, And so often it's about doing the healing work that they, and this is like, again, so cool, because this is a lot of the stuff that I'm doing in that emotional coaching parenting course that I'm doing. It's about really doing that kind of healing work yourself. um, So you don't pass it on to your kids to have to do in a lot of ways, you know, your parents you know if if they're in those kinds of unhealthy relationships like they there was there was stuff happening for them too you know they may not have known like okay this is a sign i need to do some healing you know i love inner child work for this kind of healing as well that's part of release yourself um you know therapy freaking epic obviously i'm not here as a therapist or anything like that um, but really getting into some of that stuff. If you've got some of that big kind of stuff coming up from your childhood, it's about giving yourself the healing that you need, you know, that your parents may not have got for themselves, but needed because they were in these kinds of unhealthy relationships. Um, you know, and it's really about releasing all of that stuff, that stuff, whatever it happens to be, you know, the feelings of not being seen, not being heard, all of that kind of stuff, taking the time to really, and this is why the, getting in touch with how it is you're feeling and your emotional state is so important because then you can start to say, okay, well, what is it that I need? What is it that I need right now? What's coming up? What's the hurt that's happening here? How can I give myself the healing that I need? Like I said, therapy, so epic for doing this. Highly recommend everybody gets themselves a therapist in some way, shape or form, um, but also the energetic work as well. Like, inner child work all of that kind of stuff and this is what we do a lot of inside release yourself a lot of that energetic clearing like bringing in healing bringing in love so that you actually attract better and you let go of all this heavy stuff Um, because until you do that inner healing other thing I want to say about that is that it's not like you and this is something I hear a lot actually um, women saying okay I want to go and find another relationship but I've gone through this big process of healing Like, am I healed enough to have another relationship or am am I ready to kind of get back out there? Um, And I think it's really important to note. And I think just as humans, we're so linear in the way that we think where it's like there's an end point that I have to get to where it's all wrapped up in a bow. And somebody goes, you are now healed (laughs) when in fact there's a layer upon layer upon never ending layers of the healing that you need to do. Um, and even me as someone, you know, really happy childhood, all of that kind of stuff. It's only like recently I'm like, you know what? There was like, even with that kind of loving, incredible environment, like your parents are humans. Stuff happens. You know, you might have someone, you know, the, a bully at school, all of this kind of stuff. It shapes who you are and it shapes how you feel about yourself. And it's just having that kind of internal awareness and the and the skills and the tools which you learn inside the Loved Up Effect to say, okay well, this is what I really need right now. Whether you use the tools and release yourself or you say, you know what? I'm going to investigate this further in therapy. Um, So freaking epic. But when you can give yourself that healing, that's really when you can move forward. Um, So it's also, again, really about changing those unconscious unconscious programming programs, the beliefs that you have about yourself as well. Um, That's really that other part that I kind of didn't mention before about those beliefs that you have. Um, Yes, it's the beliefs, like we talked about before, the beliefs about love, but it's also the beliefs about yourself, what you're worthy of. That's often something that's massively at play here because you always get what you believe that you're worthy of. So if you're constantly attracting these kinds of relationships where you're like, this is crap, (laughs) this isn't what I want. It's really powerful opportunity to look inwards, and this is what I help women do: look inwards and say, "Okay, like, what do I actually? How? What do I? Is the love that I really believe that I'm worthy of?" And I think this is a really interesting one. Um, I think I talked about it in a previous episode, but like most women, um, don't realize that they actually don't think that they or don't have the belief that they're worthy of that dream relationship. You know, saying things like, "When I'm fully healed, I'll have my dream relationship." When I lose the weight, I'll have my dream relationship. When I'm more in my feminine energy, I will have my dream relationship. When I look a certain way, I will have my dream relationship. When I'm more confident, I will have, like, all the reasons why you're not worthy of your dream love right now, all pointing to this deeper belief that you have that you are not worthy of love, not worthy of your dream relationship. And that's why you stay stuck in these kind of relationships that you, that deeper belief that you have that's what you think you deserve. So it's really then about looking into, and there's um really powerful module inside step two of the loved up effect where we go into this, like the beliefs that you have about yourself and bringing in self-love in like the most profound and epic ways, not just the self-love of like, have a bubble bath, but self-love is like really how do you feel about yourself? How do you feel In that relationship with you, because ultimately it's the most important relationship of your life and it sets the standard for every other relationship that you have. So if you're and this again connects with that inner healing and that bit that I was talking about before where it's like if you're feeling a certain way and you're just constantly ignoring that need for healing or for release or for just acknowledgement of how you feel, if you're constantly like, I don't want to go to that pain or that sadness or that frustration, I'm going to slap a smile on my face and pretend everything is okay. You know, then you're not actually giving yourself what it is that you need. If your friend came to you and said, listen, this is how I'm feeling. I'm feeling freaking sad. I just want to cry. I need a shoulder to cry on. You would be there for her. Yet often we don't do that for ourselves. We just go, not not going there, not gonna let my, th- and no wonder you feel unseen, unheard, uncared about, like your emotions don't matter because they don't matter to you. I'm getting chills even just saying this because I know this is gonna be so powerful for a lot of you, but that's I almost one of my favorite modules in the whole of the Loved Up, Loved Up Effect is really focusing on that relationship that you have with yourself because it sets a tone for every other relationship in your life. That old quote, I don't know who it's from, you treat others how to treat you. So you have to focus on that relationship, how you feel about yourself. Are you giving yourself what it is that you need? Do you even know what it is that you need? big topic that one um but the key then to this so we've talked about a bit about like all the stuff that's happening within okay you know now like this is the stuff you need to focus on to get out of these patterns but then how do you kind of get into what it is that you do want you got to get clear about what it is that you do want you know if i said at the beginning you got to focus on what it is that you want so what do you want and i know a lot of women particularly if you've been focusing on what you don't want for a very long time. It's like, I don't know. (laughs) I've got no clue. So if you're someone that feels that way, that is absolutely a-okay. You don't have to be entirely clear about what you want right now. I do want to let you in on a little secret, though, that what you do want is often the opposite of what you don't want. Go from there. If you're like, I don't want to have a relationship where I'm disrespected, then what you do want is a relationship that has respect. If you are sick of feeling ignored, then you want to have a relationship where you feel seen, you know, where you feel understood. Start just going with the opposite of what it is that you don't want and it will become more and more specific. You know, inside the loved up, loved up effect as well, in um, step number two, love yourself, we actually connect in what with what your soul desires in the deepest possible sense and it's so helpful for when you get that clear when you're like this is a relationship that I want I want this you know the security the comfort the respect you know the empathy the understanding all of that sort of stuff if that's really what your soul is crying out for you got to get that clear and then what we do is go into that programming that you have in your unconscious mind and say okay well this is a relationship that you want you know what beliefs do you therefore need to have You know, who is the you that we need to get you stepping into that has that kind of relationship? And then it's all about just taking the action that's in alignment with that dream love, saying, okay. And another big aspect of this that we do do in Love Yourself as well is really figuring out those core values that you have, too, and saying, okay, well, if security is a really or comfort is a really big core value of mine, starting to look at all those like other aspects of your life and say, well, Am I in alignment? Like, am I doing, Am I taking action, you know, to bring that security into my life? Or am I just like letting whoever I want in without being like really checking in and saying, does this person, you know, have my best interests at heart? You know, and then it's so then once you've got that kind of, you know, alignment and you know what it is that you want. Like I said, it's about taking action that's in alignment with that dream love. So this may mean doing things like dating different types of guys. So if you're constantly dating these guys, being like, I don't want to, like he's like replica of my dad, which I don't want, you know, then it's about saying, okay, well, I've got to date different guys. Part of this then too is the big conversation about stepping outside your comfort zone, you know, because your comfort zone, I feel like it's wrongly labeled comfort zone. Um, cause it's not that comfortable, obviously, (laughs) but it's where you're at right now. It's what you is known to you. It's what's certain. So right now, if you're constantly like attracting those less than awesome relationships, that's your comfort zone. You know, the guys that don't treat you very well, that's your comfort zone because that's what you're used to. That's what you're familiar with. And then when you start to take steps outside of that, you know, dating other kinds of guys, You know, you have to sort of realize that you're stepping into the unknown. You're stepping into the unknown. It's going to feel different. It's going to feel unfamiliar. It's going to bring up a hell of a lot of fear too. Like we all have a fear mechanism. We're covering so many cool things in this episode. Can I just say it? Um, But we all have this fear mechanism. And as soon as you start stepping outside your comfort zone, also really important to tell you that that the relationship that you want, it's way outside your comfort zone. So to have it, you have to step out of what is familiar. And this is where self-sabotage can so often come in. Self-sabotage is literally fear. (laughs) Good old fear, which is, I love it. False evidence appearing real. Literally the BS stories that you tell yourself to keep you stuck inside your comfort zone. So when it comes to even dating other guys, like obviously if you're just keep continually dating these guys that don't treat you very well, you gotta change your type. (laughs) You gotta change your type. This is one of the big places where I see a lot of self-sabotage. I did this myself a lot. You know, I had a really, a lot of like really nice, lovely guys that kind of came in and were like, yeah, I really like you, let's date and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, no, too boring too boring. I'll stick with these like non-committal party boys that don't give me the relationship that I ever want. Thank you. Like it keeps you in what you're known. You also have to be okay with people treating you differently. And I know there are so many women that struggle so badly with this. Being shown love and respect and kindness and having people do things for you and say nice things for you. It can feel horribly foreign. Like like, even if you're someone and you have to let me know in the reviews, let me know if you're someone and you find it hard to accept a compliment. Like if someone says you look really lovely today, like are you someone that's like, oh yeah, it's because I got this dress and it was like $5 discount and blah, 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 blah. Like that's you deflecting love. Like that's literally you deflecting love and saying, no, 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 this feels so uncomfortable and foreign to me and I don't wanna be awkward. So I'll just deflect this as opposed to just saying thank you. You know, and this is the thing that I think a lot of women struggle with is really, truly opening up to the kind of relationship that you want. You know, this is where why so much of that work is so insanely important, particularly when it comes to um, how you feel about yourself, those beliefs that you have about yourself, the identity that you're embodying, because that will enable you to open up in a whole new way in relationships where it's like, I'm okay with someone showing me love. And even just bring awareness now, to all the ways that you find it hard to let people in. <laughs> all the ways where you're like deflecting the compliments. Somebody says, "Can I, I'll help you carry something to your car. And you're like, no, 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 don't do that. And you're just kind of pushing it all away. If you want to have that big, incredible relationship, you've also got to be used to having people treat you differently. So if you're someone and you've constantly been in those relationships where you're like fighting for attention and all of that kind of stuff, I really want you to know that when you start to step towards that dream love that you want, a lot of that stuff is going to come up where it's like this is scary, this is uncomfortable, and this is why it's like so freaking gold. Um, for all the women that have access to all three um, steps of the Loved Up and e- loved up Effect are inside my program. We have a whole Facebook group, massive, incredible group of women there. But it's where you can come to and be like, okay, what do I do in these moments? I need some support. Like, how do I go through this? I can feel this stuff coming up. And we have the most epic chats. (laughs) But you have to start to be comfortable with that. And anything that you can do right now just to open up to that love being shown. Like, because it's happening all day, every day. Like, literally, love is trying to come into your life all day every day and the more you can open up to it the more you can let it come in the freaking better the more comfortable you can be accepting that kind of thing people looking after you caring for you asking questions helping you you know i know there's a lot of women out there who are like no i don't need help yet are like freaking struggling it's about asking also Other thing, really speaking your needs and saying, this is what I need in a relationship. And then allowing someone else to come in and meet those needs, as opposed to trying to meet all of your needs yourself or pretending that you don't have them. (laughs) I know this is going to be hitting a nerve with a lot of people. Um, So it might be uncomfortable. It's not might. It's going to be uncomfortable as you open up to this new kind of love but it's awesome. And this is really what we talk a lot about too inside both steps two and three of the loved up effect is really how to embrace the uncomfortable, like really step into the new, allow fear to be there and just continue to like, there's so many practices there that, and just really the whole process of the loved up effect gets you to this place where it's like fear freaking. Yes. I'm stepping into the right direction. What do I need to do here to really embrace what's coming at me? Um, So really start by opening up to love now in other ways. I would love to know too, like because even just having this conversation and bringing this to your awareness, really start to, I'd love for you to tell me like all the ways that love is actually coming in because you'll start to notice it where you're like, holy moly, I said no here and I said no there and I deflected this over here. It's literally love trying to come in. So really open up to love. Um, It will get you comfortable for when you start to step outside that comfort zone of the crappy relationships. Um, So you really can open up to it and you don't self-sabotage and be like, close yourself off. No, not having any of that. Um, So again, I really want to reiterate, your past is your past. Your past is your past. Here, now, inside this episode, in this moment that you're listening to this right now, we are now creating a new future. We are creating a new future. But this involves you looking, you know, through your windscreen, your front windscreen, as opposed to the rearview mirror. You know, it involves looking towards what it is that you do want, like focusing on what it is that you do want and creating this new way of being internally so that you get yourself there. You know, what got you to this place here, everything that got you to what it is that you're experiencing right now, it ain't going to get you into that relationship that you want. You know, this is all about what I'm all about is really giving you that kind of the next, this is what you need to learn in order. And these are the tools, the practices, the skills. This is the empowerment that you need to have that dream relationship that you want. Because right now, where you're at right now, I've given you a hell of a lot in this episode, I must say. (laughs) Whole lot of new stuff to really bring into your awareness. Um, But it's really about taking this and, and realizing that, All the stuff that you have been doing to find love, you know, it gets you to that pattern that you're stuck in, and then to get to where it is that you want to be, you know, you've got to take on new information, you've got to take on new understandings, you've got to take on a whole new way of being. Um, But if you're keen, totally recommend. If you this is like you're like okay, yeah, I see now, you know, what I actually need to do in order to find love, then I have the link to my five day challenge, your love life overhauled, in the show notes below highly recommend you get into that because that really is the first step in on this path. Like the loved up effect is a proven framework that will get you into love, like your dream love. Um, and your love life overhaul is really that first step, you know, like click the link below you'll have in the show notes and you'll have instant access to that. Like you can literally, like I said, leave your past in your past and start creating a whole new future today. Um, Because you do deserve to have your dream love. You deserve to be happy. You deserve not to have relationships that make you feel like crap. You know, and I think the big thing about this and why I love doing this work so much is like, you know, when women really, and I think, again, it kind of goes back to what I was talking about, having that relationship with yourself. Um, You deserve to feel incredible. Like you, like in that really deepest sense, feel incredible. You know, you deserve to have someone in your life that just amplifies that as well. You know, and I think it's so important to know that it's not just like, and this will sound kind of weird probably, um, but I just think the world needs more of that. Like everything, everybody in the world benefits when there's more love in the world. And I just cannot wait for you to find it um, because it actually comes from within, from within you. Um, So if you found this episode helpful, we covered a lot. So like, well done hanging out with me. <laughs> um, if you found this episode helpful, I'd love, 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 love it. If you left me a review, um, will only take a second of your time, but it would mean the absolute world to me to know that this is hitting home for you, that it's helping you, that you've got a whole new perspective on finding love because that is my freaking mission. And I will be here with a whole new episode next week.